Good afternoon, everyone. It is me, Josh Bard, back at it with the Adolescence Podcast. We are up to episode four. I'm here with Brace. Hello. How are you going, Brace? Pretty good. good. That's good. But there's something good about this episode. We have a special guest. His name is Ethan O'Brien. Welcome. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Hey, guys. Hello. How, how are you going on this fine Thursday afternoon? I'm pretty good. How are you guys going? Yeah, we're good. We're excited to have you on the show. Thank you for coming. <laughs> we appreciate it. Anytime. All right. Um, how how's our week's been, guys? How how have we all been this fine week? Like we've been doing much. Have we been? It's stressful, um, my guy. Yeah, stressful. I mean, I've been out. You know, just doing my program, going down to the park every day. You know, um, staying fit, staying active. And yeah, so it's been pretty good, I guess. Keeping up and Adam, you know, just getting on either to it could be just getting on the bike, going for a run, doing the simple things that can benefit you, make you feel better. Mm -hmm. Um, one thing I want to talk about with this whole isolation thing is that have any have you been like struggling to sleep at all? Uh, It's it's ruined my sleep like sleep schedule. Like I've been I was going to bed like decently early, and now I'm going to bed at two a.m. Like. I, I just, I think, it, I don't know if it's because I'm not doing enough during the day, but like, I just, I, I've been struggling, like really been struggling to get to sleep. That's something that's been going on with me. Like I've been getting, I've been trying, like I just sit in bed and like, you know, I just try to relax my body and just yeah. calm myself down. But like, it, I just can't, like, it just, like, I always feel the need to like, I'm just sitting in bed, then unless my eyes just open, open wide. I'm just like yeah okay it's like i don't know if it's i don't know if i'm getting like insomnia or something but like i don't know i just i've just been really been struggling to sleep i know i know i'm thinking maybe a bit too far ahead but um yeah i i don't know what's i don't know what's been going on with that but um yeah that's what's been i know what you mean like um i've been struggling to sleep a little bit i usually go to bed like 12 anyway but like it i feel like i i'm staying up way later than normally anyway i usually go to bed at like one now which is really late for me because around 1 30 i just crash like yeah. every night every night i get to 1 30 i just go to sleep straight away but like yeah. i feel like i should be going to sleep way earlier yeah i, yeah, I said to myself i go um i said to myself i go oh yeah I'm, I'm gonna go to bed early and then i start staying up and then i'm like okay i'll just stay as until i full crash and then that'll be like 10 minutes later i'm crashed i'm gone yeah but um, other than that, I know what what week are we of self isolation? We are up to I think it's like week two or three now. I'm up to three. You guys are up to two? <laughs> no, yeah. I'm, up, I'm up. I'm up to like I've been here for like nearly a month. No, no, not a month. Surely. No, I like I, three weeks easy though. Like yeah, I haven't been three to school. Weeks. In, like I've been to school like nearly three weeks. Like nearly yeah. four. Something like that. Yeah. But um. How are you going with that, Ethan? Like, are you dealing? How are you dealing with just being at home all the time? Like, well, it, it gets it gets difficult because the area I'm in, there's not a lot of like shops you can go to if you want like food or if you if you want to go around and go for a walk or something. There's not a lot of places to go. Yeah, but there, but like, there's a good drive. Yeah, 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 for and, sure. Yeah, but um. <clears throat> Mum's business had to shut down because of coronavirus. 
Oh, um, really? So she's been at home heaps. What's been yeah. going on with What's been going on with Dad? Has he been, has he been going to work? Oh, he, or... he's, he still goes to work. Yeah. He's, um, he's, he's, he's an essential business. Well, that's good. Yeah. So he's still making like an income and stuff, which is which is a yeah. good thing. I mean, my mum, my mum is still at school because well, she's a well because she's a school teacher. So like she's yeah. always been like she, but she was telling us like they're more like bait. Or what would you call it? Um, look, oh, taking care of kids more than um teaching them. They're more just like caretakers yeah. than teachers at the moment because. Yeah. I guess all because all of the school works online and stuff, but um, dad's also at work still as, as well. Yeah. Like I mean, because he he's just he works up at the hospital, so like, I mean, yeah, he's that just is going, definitely he's an essential business. Oh my, yeah. <laughs> um, has anyone actually been to a hospital in the past three weeks? I I was I was there because I sprained my ankle and I got an X ray, <laughs> and then Sorry. we we are <laughs> yeah I know we asked them um. We asked them, I was like, oh, is there actually anyone here that might have coronavirus? And they said, oh, yeah, there's like a couple people here, but they're in a different room. And I'm like, oh, my God, I am not touching anything. Like, I... Well, yeah, no, because there's been, there's been people in Newcastle who have had it for like at least a month. Mm. Yeah. Like, oh, why did I say Newcastle? Okay, Newcastle. Um, But I guess the more the thing with the coronavirus, like, People just, you can get so exposed to it so easily. Like, it can be on, like, because it sticks to, sur- like, it stays on surfaces such as metal. And I think it's plastic or something. I don't know what it is. But it stays on surfaces like that for over 72 hours. And then it starts yeah. to break down. So, like, you never know how many people in the world right now could actually have it. But it also it's, does take two weeks to uh, like find out until you actually have it. Yeah, to develop symptoms and stuff like that. Yeah. But like, I thought the testing took five days to come back. It's something like that. Yeah, I'm not some, too sure. Say, did your like, brother get tested? Yeah, but he's all right. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> that's I haven't, good. I haven't I mean, touched, I haven't touched him or anything. So that's good. I haven't gone near well, him. Why would you touch stays, him anyways? I don't know, man. Just, just no. Nah. <laughs> He dapped me up when he got here, and that was about it. Oh, no. You, did you wash your hands for at least 20 seconds? Absolutely. I ain't taking no chances. Of course, of course. Um, did you sing the Big Mac, Big Mac song four times for all those Macca's workers? Um, no, because at work, it says you have to sing the Big Mac song four times, which is, I think, I, I can't even remember now. But, um, yeah. Uh, it's it's just because it's like twenty seconds time and like it's just getting a thorough wash of your hands. Okay, that's completely irrelevant. But um, in sports news, um, the A League has apparently stand, stood down their players. Yes, so seven that's clubs, huge. seven clubs have reportedly stood down their players, which I'm pretty sure means they're not paying them. And the there are two teams, the Central Coast Mariners and Perth Glory, who are like really like might suffer from this, and they're like the two like the yeah, first two what, teams take drastic actions towards this, and they're assuming that other teams will follow. Yeah, it says Western Sydney. Oh, this is on Fox Sports. It says Perth Glory and Central Coast Mariners have already confirmed they are taking the drastic action to combat the financial strain brought. On by the coronavirus pandemic, Western Sydney, Adelaide United, and Brisbane have also reportedly done it 
So while it is believed that Western United and Newcastle are, are on the verge of, of following suit. Yeah. It's kind of... Was... So who do you think is going to take a big hit from this one? Mariners. Like, Central Coast Mariners. Because, yeah, a lot, like Mariners, they kind of... They do rely on their fans to, like, support them a lot. That's, well, that's a lot of teams, really. But, like... Mariners aren't a like huge... mem- like tickets costs and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 exactly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, because um, they don't have many like big. They they don't have like they're not in a very big market, especially. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. It's because yeah. the central like not necessarily it's they're not in a big market because I mean the central coast isn't very well known like other places like Western Sydney, Adelaide, and Brisbane, and all that. Like the central coast is just kind of like there. Mm. And like Absolutely. it's not like they're a necessarily good team as well. I'm not, no, I'm not, they've, they've been struggling for a while. Yeah, I'm not saying they're bad or anything, but like no, I mean they, if they, they were, actually played some good football this year. They actually did like towards the start of the season. They were actually pretty good. Yeah. Um. I mean, if they had Bolt right now, you're saying Bolt? <laughs> they'd, they'd probably be earning racks, mate. They'd be getting heaps of money because mm-hmm. they'd probably be getting like. 10,000 fans a game just to see him play. Oh, yeah, for sure. God, that was a... When was that now? Like a year two and years, a half ago? Two years ago, nearly, I think. Really? Wait, was Actually, it... Actually... No, no that would have been... No, yeah, it would have been two and a half years ago. I was really keen for his FIFA card. Oh, yeah. If he got a FIFA card, oh, God, that would have been... That would have been insane. That would have been scary. It would, he wouldn't have linked to anyone. He wouldn't have linked to anyone. He would have linked to, like, I guess, um, Leon Bailey. But Yeah, he would have, that's the only real link he would have gotten. But oh, Or well. D.B. Petrados, 85 or something. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Um, uh, also, you, Mike well, Ashley. Know, what's up? Mike you Ashley. You, yeah, mm. you, okay, you go. Do you know Usain Bolt, like, ever since he, like, he was about to join Mariners? The like followers for Mariners went up by like five hundred thousand. No way! Five, no, yeah, five hundred thousand. It was probably no, five thousand. It was huge. No, no, no. Ever since when he joined, it, they got they got heaps of followers. Because they were like, oh, I'm gonna go quick. I'm gonna go quickly check this. Wait, I've already got it. They've had fifty thousand followers. Okay, yeah, maybe on all pl- on all platforms. Is it like? No, that's just Instagram. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the Jets have thirty-four crazy. and a half. That's crazy. I remember like two years ago, they had 10,000. Yeah. It's gone up. It's very much gone up. But um, do you reckon the A-League... Oh, sorry. Do you reckon the A-League will grow in following due to the whole coronavirus? Or? I, I think, think it'll probably redu- like lower. It would... Like reduce? Yeah, exactly. I think every single sport in most countries will... Except for like the Premier League and maybe the NBA, those leagues will probably be the same when they come back. Most other leagues that aren't like worldwide known will struggle financially and fan base wide, I guess. Yeah, and that's um, just because of the lack of the sport. So it's yeah. hard to it's hard to keep an interest in something that's not going on. Yeah, of course. Um, on other news, hold on. Uh, Mike Ashley, the owner of Newcastle United and Sports Direct UK, has cut <laughs> all wages of Newcastle United, like all wages, all staff. So like players, uh, 
caretakers, coaches. Like coaches, everything. He's cut all of the wages because I I think he's actually taking he's suffering from it. But I'll try to get a news article up right now about it. I think like you think this is like a logical decision on his behalf or like I don't know. I don't know the extent of it. It probably is, but you know, I yeah. just think cutting all costs is like I don't know, it's tough, but it's hard to like, imagine how the players going to like make a living now. Like how they're going to be able to get money. Yeah, it said um, Mike Ashley's Newcastle become no, Mike Ashley's Newcastle United becomes first Premier League club to place staff on lead amid coronavirus lockdown. So it's not like they're going in and stuff like that, because the UK is in like a full lockdown as well. Yeah, and um, Newcastle on a huge team. Yeah, and it said Premier League. I mean. They are fairly big. They are fairly yeah. big compared to other clubs. Oh, yeah, they're they're Because they have club. a very rich history. That's that's Absolutely. the difference with Newcastle, because they have a very rich history. Cause they used to oh in the in the in the two thousands, like they were solid, like they were champions, like they were European, like they were always making Europe in like Especially with like, like Alan Shearer in the nineties. When Alan well. yeah, Alan Shearer at the Rome at the Realm as well. Premier League Highest ever goal score. Like, isn't he? Isn't he at the top of it? Son, he's top two hundred and sixty goals. Two hundred and sixty, which is crazy. Like, that, I think Wayne Rooney was like fifty goals behind, something like that. Yeah, but um, like, my what is it? Hold on. So okay, we just had a mad pause. Um, that's all right. Yeah, it says. Miss Newcastle's billionaire owner Mike Ashley put the majority of employees out of work and they have been, I think it said, they have been told, staff were told they would need to apply to the government's coronavirus um, job ret- reten- retention or something, retention scheme. So, like, pretty much they'll be getting money from the government, which is also known as a pension here. Yeah. So, like, if you're out of work or you're an, you're an elderly person who can't financially stable themselves, so you have to get money from the government. Yep. What are your thoughts on that? I think that, you know, it's probably the right thing to do. But it's going to hurt a lot of people, especially the people who work for the club and they do nothing else excited that because they probably wouldn't already get a massive earning just for working for the club. Like, people yeah. who work at the stadium. Those people yeah. would suffer a lot as well. But mm-hmm. I think, you know, it's the right thing to do, I guess, if you don't want to crash financially, if you want yeah, to have some money they... to keep players. I know, like, their players and who they actually have for next year might, like, be different. They might struggle to keep some of their, like, good players. But yeah. I think, in a, it's it's, at the end of the day, it's a business. And I feel like he... As a as an owner who probably should have already sold sold the club, is a good business decision to keep as yeah. much money as you can in the club. I mean, I think for many for a couple of years now, Mike Ashley's been wanted. He like has wanted to sell the club, and like all the Newcastle fans don't want him to own it because he's not putting any real funding into it. He doesn't really care about the club. Yeah, like he's more just there to promote Sports Direct and stuff like that. Especially all over the stadium, Holly. Like, if you look at Saint, if you look at Saint James Park, like it's I'm lo- I'm looking at a photo of it right now. Like it legit has in the shot that I'm looking at it has one, two, three, four promotions of Sports Direct. 
So he, I think the only real reason why he owns the club is so he can get Sports Direct out there, which isn't a good thing. Like, I guess he's financially keeping it above, but like, if you're not there, if you're not passionate about football, if you're not passionate about the club, why own it? You know, what I mean? mm-hmm. you could oh, be man. using that money on so much other, like, so many better things. Like, you you could franchise even more than he already has, but he's using that money on a club which he doesn't really even invest money into. Yeah, it feels like he's um sacrificing one business being Newcastle to help finance another one which which yeah. is sports direct which is a horrible thing to do when one is literally a premier league club like that's it's tough yeah which it, it just really sucks but you know um i just feel really sorry for newcastle newcastle fans i feel sorry for the master bucks jay bucks <laughs> god he could yeah, go on about sure. newcastle united all day but um also the extension of um the extension of uh, the FFA has extended the ban of grassroots football in Australia till the thirty first of May. What are your thoughts on that? Nah, fair enough. Necessary. I think they it's had, I think I think it's the necessary precaution they've needed to take. They took, and I think it's the right right idea. And like, think- yeah, it'll, it'll be really annoying, like for us as we play in it, but it's very like. It's, it's it's the right move. It's the right move. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For sure. I think that um you know, I think with the fact that we're also gonna be inside for the next three months anyway, I think that extent I feel like that ban might be extended further. Because yeah. it's hard to like, because especially where I play, I've probably said this heaps of time, but there are like three get there are three games on every single every hour or something. There are three games on every single time those games finish, another three games start. So, like, there are always going to be people there all day touching everything. Like, so it's very unsafe to be, like, around that area, especially, like, when... Because it's so hard to not get it, you know what I mean? Like, in... um, With, like, uh, parents walking around everywhere... Like, and there's heaps of people there all the time. I feel like it's going to be, it's like just not safe to have all that people, all those, that amount of people together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ethan, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I just, I think it's a, it's a good decision, but like, at the same time, it's, it's like disappointing. It's, is that what you're trying yeah, to Yeah. 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 But, um, I because mean, we've all, we were all, we were all keen for it and then they've just extended it longer. Yeah, which is just yeah. I mean, we've all been given training, like training schedules and like tra- training regimes. So it's not like it's not like we're working at home. Like it's just still like like we're still working, like training and stuff at home. But it's just much harder to do that, I guess you could say, than have it, like being in a team situation where it's always scheduled and you kind of know what you're doing all the time. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that um, it kind it sucks, but you know, it's just something we have to move around, but. Um, what should the FA, the English FA do? So they've been, they've been in talks about what they're actually going to do with the Premier League season. What do you reckon they should do? Do you like, if you could give any ideas, what should they do? I've heard that, um, like the FA, what they're doing is they're, um, they're not going to like demote anyone that like they're, they're going to add the two players from the, the championship 
and they're just going to keep going up. So then you'll have twenty-two teams in the league. Yeah, in, in the league, which I, it would be a good idea, but at the same time, not that good. It make it make the league longer. That's one thing yeah. I've noticed. Yeah, exactly. But um, and then they might not even give Liverpool the trophy. Yeah, which yeah. is very unfair. They they real they deserve it. They yeah, definitely deserve the trophy. Yeah, that's it. That's if they void the season. That means whoever's in the relegation zone. Hold on, I'll pull the Premier League table up now. No one's close to um, Liverpool. No, nope. yeah, it's like it's like a solid twenty-three point gap or something like that. Yeah, but um, at the, at the at this point, Norwich, Aston Villa, and Bournemouth. So if they voided the season, they would stay up. Liverpool wouldn't win the title. Um, Man C- what's going on with the Man City ban? Have you guys got any anything on that? I think they actually, I think they're gonna have to serve the ban. I, I don't think like, because they would have like cancelled their ban by now if it was actually like gonna happen. But at the moment, yeah. I don't think they're gonna lift it. I think they're gonna have to play no Champions League football for the next. How long was it? Two years? Yeah, but yeah. um, at this rate, if Man City, because that means that puts Man City completely out of it. That means Liverpool, Leicester, Chelsea, and Man United are in the Champions League, and Wolves and Sheffield are in the Europa League. Sheffield oh, United. Come on, Arsenal. Trash. Arsenal are currently in ninth position with Spurs in eighth. So that means the Ew. two the north the two North London clubs. I think they're both in North London. I bloody hope they are. Yeah, um, yeah they are. No European football for them for the first time in a pretty long time. Wow. How crazy is that? Well, I mean, I think the managerial change Spurs went through was probably the right decision. I think Potts just needed a new fresh start after the horror start to the Premier he had last year. And then Mourinho's done a decent job, but I think I just... Yeah, I think he's, they need he's proper... done the best he can. Yeah, he's I think... I think he just needs to. I think he needs a transfer window, like a good transfer window, like the one that's coming up in, geez, three months. And then Arsenal. Um, I think it was. I don't think it was a logical move in signing Arteta. I guess he's a club legend. Yeah, I know he's no, been. No, 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 no. He has improved the football so much because I've watched pretty much every game they've played. Sure, the results are changing, but that's due to like. The players, like, you know... I think he needs a transfer window as well. He needs a transfer window, absolutely, because they, he knows what he's doing. He spent, like, three years under Pep Guardiola. Like, he knows how to coach. But, like, you know, I just think it's going to it's gonna take a while, especially since they were all their, like, all their hopes were down. Exact, exactly, because they were, like, 10th for many, pretty much the whole season. New manager isn't going to put them into the Champions League. Um, straight away, it will. It'll take time, and it'll it'll take a couple like player signings. But I, re- in the end, I reckon he will be a good signing, as coach. Yeah. Um. I don't know if he'll necessarily stay as long as, um, Arsene Wenger was, obviously. Um. No, but no chance. I think he'll. I don't know. I just want to see. I just want to see he can do in the first full season. I just want to see like next. Hopefully next year, I can see what he can do in a full season. Absolutely. But, um, yeah, I mean, he's obviously got that experience with um Pep, which is a good thing. But um, at this rate, I, I, I'm i kind of sceptical about it, but that's just my opinion. Um, but that's, a okay. Joint, that's okay. 
we're all we're all allowed we're all entitled to our own opinions but um hold on i'm trying to find more on the what i should do with the prem i'm trying to look into it right now um but Bryce, if you could give an example like a concept what do you reckon they should do sorry what um what do you reckon the f what do you reckon the fa should do if they to resume the premier league season and like what could they do do you reckon well for the current season that was not finished i reckon they a bit later like june around then that's that's the month that's been thrown around when they talk about this i feel like they wait till then play the remaining however much games I think there's like in nine like, or ten games left and like yeah. they could be playing like two a week or something they could be ta- playing two a week so that could be over in like a month they could finish the season in a month and then you can know, have a break have yeah. your have the transfer reckon, to have a break and then start the season a bit later in like maybe like, like maybe October. August, like end of August or something what do you mean end of August September and then they just extend no because no. Because if they restart the league that that is currently going on, they restart it in June, you still need that massive break that they would usually get. So I reckon they would start restart the Premier League season. They would start playing games in like October, November. Which is what's, around that's there. What usually the A League do as well. Yeah, but that's I don't know why the A League do that. They the A League needs to change when they play games. Yeah. Because you know. Like, it's, I feel like it's a win. It's early. a winter sport. It's a winter sport. I've, well, but like you don't really want to go April till like September, like because that's like the M. Pardon me, the MLS, and also the NRL. Yeah, I get what you mean. The NRL plays like, during you, that, so I guess the A League has to. But you know, it's um because the you know, all the ACL teams, like the Asian Champions League teams, like yeah. the Asian FA teams. Um, they play from January to such and such. So, you know, like what's that with teams like in like from Indonesia, Japan, China, and all that? Korea, all those leagues they started in like February. Yeah. So it's it's weird having like the Champions League at the start of the season, but like it's yeah. I I don't I personally don't get it. But I guess, you know, it's what you have to do to oh, – It's I guess it's what you have to do to – because of what the NRL and AFL do. They play during the year. So I guess having the yeah. A-League go on while the Premier League's going on is pretty good too. So that means, like, football is really And good. it also helps with, like, transfers and stuff as well. So, like, if we played it during the middle of, like, the middle of the year, like, team – like, you wouldn't see – like a random player joining in the June, like in the in the summer transfer window or summer in not in the northern hemisphere, like you'd see people like just two new players added to the squad, and like in the span of two months or something, like that's like in that's that's kind of weird. Like if you if you're playing in Europe and you're playing like your normal season there, and then like as soon as you go and like you leave to like the MLS or like you leave to the CSL. Chinese Super League, mm. you're you're you put, like you might have two days of being there, and you're already in the starting lineup for a game there. Yeah. So like maybe that rest that's kind of needed. 
like they might not get, which is kind of shit, you know. But yeah, I get that. Um, I I I'm really confused about what I'm saying, but yeah. <laughs> no, it makes sense. So good. I just feel like um, Premier League, A League, all those leagues, they need to. <clears throat> I think all um leagues that would usually start in like august september they need to drop their leagues like they need to drop the start of the league like a month or two back just so they have room to finish the current season that's going on now because it i don't know if they should end up voiding it i don't know if that's the right thing to do i feel like every year we should have a winner it would be weird to look back on like 10 years from now and look back and see 2020 with no winner that would just be weird for me yeah, it'd be very strange. It'd be very, very strange. Absolutely. But, um, I mean, we have to do what we can to stop the spread of this. Like, I mean, what are the cases out now? I haven't even looked Um, in the past day. Uh, 935,000. 935,817. And Australia with 5,108 cases. The numbers for the infections are going down though which is good yeah daily infections are going down apparently they're at single digits and daily infections now which is that yeah that's good scomo announced it this morning oh god scomo we could talk about scomo for a while but let's not get into detail on him um another talking point that i had here what do you reckon they should do with the champions league because obviously that is a knockout tournament and it's a bit it's much different to a normal league. What do you reckon they should do with that? I reckon that's easier to play than the yeah, Premier it, League. Yeah. But um It would be think, weird having a Champions League final with no people there though. That's the thing. I think it's such a big deal having the fans there. Like they're the reason why a team like oh, Ajax made it to the semis last year. Yeah. Like, Ajax's fans are just so, so passionate. Like, it's crazy. And, and they, they obviously... They, and, yeah, and they, the fans gave momentum to go forward. And they also had that cl- those class plays in Matthias De Ligt and um, Frankie de Jong as well. Frankie de Jong, a beautiful passer at the ball and a great midfielder. And De Ligt, just that rock at the back that every team would love to have. Yep. He was but, a um, guy, right? He was he great, right? He's a very good player. So um, like he's been underused at Juventus, though, to be fair. Because they have Benucci and Chiellini as well. And Rugani as well. As, yeah. And Rugani's got coronavirus to link. Actually. He didn't He didn't for most of the season, so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm pretty sure Rugani was actually having a good season as well. Possibly. We don't know too much. Yeah, but um, I feel like a team like Man United would have used him really well. Hmm. That would have either that would have either made him really good or really bad. I mean, they still can. It's not like football has just stopped completely. They football will re- return eventually, and maybe they can snag him then. But you know, for the Champions League, I do think they should finish it. It would just be weird to see because they're already like like the Premier League. They're already really close to the end, so you might as well. And it, again, yeah. Pre- and even if it's the just Champions like- League, game of the Champions League, it would be so weird looking back on it and having no winner. For me, yeah. that would, I, I reckon that would be having no one win the Champions League would be weird. That would be yeah. worth, be even, weirder than everything. Even even if it's just turning back the fixtures and and not playing two legged games and just playing a one off, 
Yeah, they can do that, and that would like, make it a lot easier. Obviously, that might piss off fans, like saying, "Oh, we might, we can't have a second chance in actually getting back." But it I just feel like they would play it in a like in a neutral location at that point. But it again, it doesn't matter if they play with no fans. Yeah, because there's no one there to like stir them up or like put them off their game or help them get momentum. Because yeah. at that point, if there's no fans, it is a neutral game and there's no home or away. Yeah, even if it's like, it could be just Barca versus, oh, God, what would you say? Like, um, not Real or anything, but like a, like Barca versus, oh, for example, St. Petersburg, at St. Petersburg, Hulk used to play for him. If there's no fans there, it could genuinely be a more even match. Like, I know, obviously, Barca have the likes of, Luis Suarez, Lionel Messi, like all those guys. But like, if you put them on the same field, but no one's there and it's kind of just dead silent, it could make it a lot, it could make it a lot easier for Zenit to play at the Camp Nou and stuff like that. Yeah. So they can keep their composure. I feel like with fans though, if let's say Zenit versus um, Barcelona at Zenit's home ground, it would be a huge advantage if they had their fans. Yeah, because Zenit, one thing I know is that Zenit do have very passionate fans. Crazy. Like, that's fans. really out of doubt because, it, I mean, it's Russia. Like, football is not extremely big there, but like, it's teams like CSKA Moscow, Zenit, um, who else is it? Spartak Moscow as well. God, mm. watching, I was watching a video a couple nights ago. It was CSKA Moscow versus Spartak. It's insane that, like, that dar- like it's one of the biggest derbies in Europe, I reckon, because uh-huh. it's 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 both teams in Moscow fighting it out, and like the fans are so passionate, like there was flares going off, there was heaps of shit, like mm. it was crazy, like and it would be such a cool game to experience, I reckon. Yeah, for sure. But um, what what your what is your final answer? Should the Champions League season be voided? No, I don't think it should be. No, neither. Neither with the Premier League. I don't think it's like. I don't think it's going to happen like that. Yeah, of course. Um, how have your men like? How's your mentality? I know this is like a completely different topic now, but how has your mentality been during this whole self isolation coronavirus thing? Like, how how have you been mentally been going? Like, like have you been? keeping up with your normal day-to-day life or has there been thoughts that are kind of just going over your mind, stuff like that, that are kind of putting you off, like putting you off and stuff like that. Ethan, do you want to answer? Uh, yeah, uh, sure. Uh, for me, it's um, sometimes, you know, it's like you have those mindset of like, what if, what if this does fully take the entire world or take like, what if we are in, in isolation for yeah. longer? But then there's the mindset of saying, at least I'm home and not worrying about things outside and worrying about getting the coronavirus because we're safe at home. Yeah. Which is because I've been I've I've been in quarantine like since the very start. Yeah, because you've been in quarantine for like at least three weeks, I think, like since halfway yeah. through last month. Absolutely. Yeah. And and then. It just because it wasn't that big when I started, and now it's huge. Yeah. And so you're glad you you're glad you took the time to stay inside and not risk anything. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, yeah same. I'm as well because I've been inside for a very long time, and for me, I've been very like composed about it. I've just been like, okay, it is what it is. I can't control what's happening, so I'm yeah. a just I'm a just stay inside, and because soccer's over, I'm a just make sure I'm ready and I'm like the I'm ready and that I'm just you know, um, one of the best the best version of myself Me, when yeah. it's back to playing soccer. Yeah. So I've been like working out every day and I'm, I'm actually enjoying it. It's not like, it's painful. I don't want to like do you're it. You're embracing the situation you're in. You're, you're coming yeah. out better more exactly. than just, just staying in the same box. You work maybe coming out of it. You, you're, you're opening, you're opening out of that box and you're embracing what you have and you're using your, you're using the shit you have around you and just going like, okay, I have that. That's fine. Let's just keep on going. Let's just keep on. Let's just keep on pushing and stuff like that. Yeah, and be, the main reason I'm doing all this is because, what would you rather be doing? There's nothing to do. You might as well yeah. push yourself to be ready so you can be the best at what you love doing. Yeah. So that's why I want to like work out every day, make sure I'm doing, keeping up with my fitness, um, keeping my strength and conditioning up. Yeah. So when it comes to that time to play. I'm not behind anything. Yeah. Whether like this is, this isn't just about football or anything like this is in general life. Like whether you want to like upload that first song to SoundCloud, whether you want to like, whether you want to go to that stand up show, like that's in your town, like, and you're nervous about the way others are going to think of you. If you are up there and you say like a shit joke or whatever, it could be just doing an assignment. It could be going and doing a test for a college exam or something like that. Yeah, you gotta you gotta put yourself out there, and being staying in keeping in your shell is something that you shouldn't do. I'm not saying it, you might not feel comfortable doing doing it, but you gotta come like you gotta accept the fact that people are gonna not like like people are gonna judge you for what you do. People are gonna talk shit about what you do. Like that's fine. You just gotta accept that, and you gotta just work through it. Yeah, exactly. You got to push us. Look, like if you see a hate comment or whatever, you got to look at that and go like, "Well, I don't know that person. They can say what they want. It just, just, just it blows off your chest, blows, blows off your shoulder. It doesn't matter. That's not what you don't want to keep that as weight pushing you down. You want to, you can use that as a drive. You can use that as energy. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. If you have someone that's hating on you, don't go, oh. I can't, I'm not, I'm not as good as I think I am because of one comment. Use yeah. it as, use it as motivation and use go, it as a I'm, tiny I'm a bit of fuel. I'm a, I'm a prove this person wrong. And that's, I feel like that's a thing that I've been trying to do my entire life is just proving people wrong because like, I've had a lot of people like, you know, just, oh, you can't do this. You can't do that. You're small. Um, you're different to everyone else. I'm like, oh, okay, watch, does that this, watch this then. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's just I want, what I am. I want everyone, okay, This I'm, I want everyone right now to think of that goal, that goal they've always wanted, whether it's becoming a famous model, whether it's making it becoming professional at your at your job, whether it's passing the sm- like a test. Just think about that goal and then ask yourself, is that possible? And I, I don't think you should be saying no. Because people, no. you don't understand how capable you can be of doing things. You exactly. can be capable of doing anything you want. You see, some guy, I was talking, like, I was talking to some guy. He has a goal that he wants to make it to the professional, like, he wants to become a professional football player. 
But he's probably been doubted, of course. You, I think if you don't get doubted and you have the easy way there, I think you haven't worked enough for it and you shouldn't be there if you haven't worked. Putting in the work for something like becoming a professional football player or like becoming a model is so important. Having having a good work ethic and keeping keeping just keeping on at it. And it's even if it's and also having the right people, like having the right people around you who are telling you like, you've got this. I know you can do it. I believe in you. Having someone believe in you is so good because it makes you feel more comfortable about achieving that goal. You go like, damn, he believes in me. I can get that. I can really get that. Yeah. You got to just take the opportunity, like, and you got to use the opportunities you get given to you. You got to take it by the, you got to take that op- opportunity by the hand and use it. It could be any goal. It doesn't have to be like a life goal. It could be a goal for the week, a goal for it could be the a goal month, for the a day, go- a goal for the day, a goal for the year, goal lifetime, goal over five years. It doesn't matter. You just have to. Goals are very important. Me and Josh have already discussed this. Maybe I'm not too sure if we've discussed it on the record, but, you know, it's very important having a goal because you don't know where you could be in a year or a month. You have no clue where you're going to be. And the only way you can, the only thing you can control is what you do. And if you have a goal, we, everyone should be encouraging you to go and chase that. Because you never know. If it's what you want to do, then surely you have the time and effort to be able to put in what you want to do. And I just think, you know, it's not, it doesn't matter what you want to do. It's if it, you have to put your head down and put time into your goal. And I feel like as soon as you realize that, the better your chances will be of doing that and better your overall life will be. Even if it's just sac- like, to, if you want to achieve a goal and you have to sacrifice, you have to sacrifice things for it. That's just that's just normal. That you just have to like. Even if you want to be- like, if you want to become, I don't know. For example, I'm just going to keep mentioning football because that's obviously what I want to do. Uh-huh. I might have to give up something as little as chocolate, and it's so hard, so hard <laughs> to give up chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> well, Josh, you've already given up basketball pretty much for, for football. Yeah, and that's probably one of the hardest decisions I'm ever going to do because yeah. basketball has always been such a big part of my life. And you're very good at it, by the way. Oh, don't make me <laughs> blush. Don't make me blush. No, um, <laughs> I mean, basketball, it's always been around me. And, like, I've, I'm obviously devastated, but... If you want to become the best person you can for it, you're going to have to make sacrifices. It might be the smallest sacrifice. It could be huge. But if you think about it, it's going to benefit you at the end of the day. Exactly. When it's all said and done, it might you might have a completely, I guess, if you, if you want to become a legend in your sport, like you might have a completely di- different legacy because you gave up that thing. You, be, you could become that you, one step yeah. better. I'm very glad you brought up that word legacy. I feel like that's so important for someone who, for, for me, who wants to be the best at everything I do. I feel like legacy is very important because legacy doesn't have to be for one sport. I want to be known as a person. That's what I want to be known for. I want to be that's known exact- for being the most, the best person I can be. And I feel like the way to achieve that and the way to come across um, as a good person is through sport, through music, 
through things like that. And I feel like once you get your you once you get your through this, this exactly, you could um. I just want to put myself out there, and just see what happens. You you need to put yourself out there to see what happens. To um maybe you want to, like for a job interview, you have to put yourself out there. You have to make a resume. You have to make yourself look good. Um maybe even a first date. Um, you have to put yourself out there. You have to, you know, be yourself. And if she likes you, be confident. Like, if you if she doesn't like you, then you've done something wrong. But yeah, be confident. Be, confidence is the most important thing. And I also think another important thing is um, uh, mentality. Um, a, a great yeah. mindset to what you. Great mean, mindset. One, absolutely. Do you want me to? Can I tell you? Can I give you guys an example? Of what you want to be, Braith. Can I give you, like, you know who you're perfectly describing right now? Who? Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Kobe Bean Bryant is the perfect example of what you're explaining. Obviously, Kobe had a huge impact on my life, you know. And mine. Everyone's Everyone's life. I think if you're an athlete, the one name that always comes to mind is Kobe. Just because he had that extreme work ethic and always had that right mindset to get better. I mm-hmm. think there was no real. There was, there's no real athlete like Kobe. No, and no, I don't think there will so, be. It, it's so upsetting. It was re- it was so upsetting when he passed away. Absolutely, will, he didn't man, have a son. It... He didn't have a son. Imagine his son could have been playing in the NBA. That would oh, that would have been awesome. And he, he didn't. He didn't just have an effect on. He had an effect on all basketball players, but he also had an effect on just, just every sport. Yeah, so athletes. Was, yeah. Just, he was he was so big just everywhere. Like, if if someone said basketball, you'd be like, oh yeah, Kobe Bryant. He mm-hmm. was, he was pretty much, he pretty much you could call him. He was basketball at one point. He was like, Mr. Basketball. He was yeah. Mid-2000s, he was the thousands. Like during the two thousands, it that was Kobe's decade for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, like, I don't think there's ever going to be someone like Kobe. But there's there's gonna be people who reflect. Like if you look look at yourself in the mirror, like if you looked at someone in the mirror, like they could reflect of Kobe, like the way they are, the per their personality, the just their legacy or whatever. It can reflect could reflect of his. You can't necessarily be him. There's gonna never be anyone like Kobe. I I can I can I feel like I can say that. Like mm. I, I. But yeah. you can always like. There's always gonna be people similar to him but there's never going to be be another kobe the only thing you can really do is be the next yourself it be yeah. I, I, you can I create your own legacy exactly like i don't i don't look up to anyone because i don't, if i feel like if you look up to someone you are trying to be like them you know what i mean that's so yeah. like, it's like i have very minimal like influences in that so I have minimal influences and I don't look up to anyone because I don't want to be like anyone else. And I feel like the one word that like really drives me is different. I feel like that for me is the goal. Yeah. And you want to be, look, you want to be, you want to stand out pretty much. You want, you don't want to be someone else. I don't want to be like no one else. No way. Yeah. Um, I just want to, I want to keep on that word different. Mm. Different can mean so many things different uh, you know i'm gonna pull the de- definition of different up right now <laughs> not the same that's my guess 
Not the same as another or each other. Unlike in nature, form or quality. People can take different. It can they can take it as offense. They can take it as offense. Like someone could go up to you at school and say, Oh, you're different. I mean, oh, sure. I, of course. You're different, you're different to me. Oh, oh well, no shit, I'm different to you. I've got different <laughs> genes to you. Come on. And different can be can different can be taken in the concept of good things. You're different to that player. Exactly. And it could mean a better you could you could be different to that player in a better way. Yeah, I you're, feel like you're mentally stronger. You're physically stronger. You're better than that player. People could say, "Oh, like, oh, like, in a concept where you've just dropped off oh, fifty points or something." He's like, "Oh my god, kid, you're different. You exactly. are different." Yeah. And I feel like, um, and like and that could in, in different. They could be saying you're on another level. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, for me, different means. For me, different means the difference. You know what I mean? So yeah. I want I want to be the difference. I want to be different, and I want to, I want to be a game changer. I don't want to be, um, mid, I don't want to be middle of the road. I don't want to be someone who. I just don't, I don't want to be stuck in the middle of the pack. I want to be the person who stands out. I want to lead absolutely. the pack. Absolutely, absolutely. And I feel like that's where I shine best. I guess. <laughs> I yeah. mean, it's early to tell, but you know, I feel like I do what I can to be different. And of course, when you're younger, different being called different to me was really offensive. Like, cause I actually, you know, my my childhood is rough, guys. But we won't get into it. That's um, not talking about. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah. Um, as I got older, I would say You've my mid, around my offended. birthday. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I. Over time, I would say, like, a couple months ago, I realized that different was not an insult. Being different was a good thing because you don't want to be like anyone else because other people might be real, like, bad people. You don't want to be like them. You want to be different. And I also think there's no such thing as normal. For me, there's no I such thing as normal. I don't think there's a single normal person on this world, in this earth. There are basically... I think, I think normal is the biggest... Self. I think normal is the shittest word on this world, in this world. Because... Mm-hmm. I think it's it's pointless because no one is normal. Everyone is different in their own way. Exactly. Whether it's whether it's whether it's they're they're extremely good at math, that could be their one thing. They could just do, they could whip up a bloody, they could do an equation in less than two seconds, and it could be like it could have X's and shit like that. Like I don't know, but or it could be something like you could be an incredible cook. Oh, that's like I do love me some food, be, you know. Oh god, I love a steak right now. That's irrelevant. <laughs> oh. Being being normal is I think normal is just the stupidest word. Like I'm sorry, sorry to sorry to the Oxford dictionary. Sorry. Um, but I just think normal is such a pointless word nowadays because I don't think there's a single normal human in this world. What everyone is, the is everyone for normal, actually. What is, what is the, the different definition? definition for normal? Definition for normal, not normal semicolon L. Um, (laughs) confirming to a standard usual typical or expected that's the adjective noun wow usual typical or expected state or condition i guess normal is a a word that is i understand it but in regarding to people and like humans 
and anything with life, I feel like normal is just really disrespectful. And I just feel like normal should not be used because Everyone no is one's normal. In their own way. I'm going to repeat that again. Everyone is unique in their own way. Even you. And I'm talking even, to people listening. <laughs> even you guys. like Even you guys are different. And that's why having the right mentality when it comes to, to stuff that's going on right now and in your sport in general is so important. So, so important. Yeah. Like yeah. most of the important things in the world have been accomplished by the people who have been like, have kept trying. And like when there seemed to be no hope at all, they just kept trying and that just kept on going. Accomplished they kept the on best. Going. That's what they, that's when they, when they peaked, that's when, the, that's at their best. They don't, they don't just stop. They, they, they told themselves, they keep on I going. can do better. And they, that's what they did. That's what they did. The hardest workers are the most, uh, the hardest workers are the most important people in human history, kind of. Yeah. But um an example of a hard like an example of a hard worker is LeBron, I reckon. Yeah. yeah. For I sure. Think LeBron, I think LeBron, I was listening to um so I have this app called Calm, Ethan, you have it as well. Um yeah. I got the premium version of, of it last night and I was just listening to LeBron talk about how the way he his mindset functions when it comes to before games and stuff like that. If he's if he's nervous or anxious, and he told me three things. He told he said three things. He did not tell you three things. He he, he just told, said three things. He said he said three. He said he told he told me three things. No. Okay. LeBron FaceTimed me and said, but "Yeah, you know, LeBron just gave us a cheeky FaceTime. He's like, yo, what's up, Josh? Um, <laughs> um, but oh crap, I think Ethan left. I'll be right." Um, I think what happened there? I don't know. I just cut out. Okay. By the way, guys, we do record on Skype. So we caught, we record on, like we record our podcast episodes on Skype. So if you've ever seen us saying, oh, that person left or anything like that, um, that's probably why. So don't get really confused. But, um, <laughs> LeBron said three things. If you're in a situation where you feel anxious or you have a lot of pressure on you, do three things. Take a deep breath. Deep breaths, like, take that. That's the fuel of your lungs. Like, take it's the fuel of your body. It helps you relax. So take a deep breath, like, like so. <sighs> Even if it's like, if it's in your nose, out your mouth, stuff like that. And then he's the second thing was put on the blinders. He said horses have these amazing things called like they're blinders. So pretty much they block out every they they block out views from the side and they go straight to the finish line that's why racehorses that's like racehorses because they just have that straight view and they row straight to the finish line they think look at the look at the goal at the end of it at the end of the game whether it's like it's it's something simple just turn on the blinders and just look at that look at that goal what do you want and then the other and the other thing was block out a noise block out the noise around you whether it's a cup whether it's like whether you're in a professional football situation you have 60,000 people around the screaming screaming their asses off screaming so loud to the point where you can't even hear your own voice at times can't hear yourself think just block that out block that out yeah another example is like even at our games like our games like um our parents yelling saying like yelling out block that out and focus yeah yeah 
feel like focus is like the hardest thing to get but once you get it you feel like you have control of everything that's going on which is really important especially in sport and it distracts you from the real world it doesn't it distracts you from everything that's going on around you and it makes you think of that one goal like in in a game situation like of course i'm always thinking win that's the goal at the end of the game to win absolutely it's not like scoring goals it's making sure you win yeah that's the only thing i think about winning we need to win this i need to win that ball i need to win that i need to I need to cover that ball. I need to do what I can to help us win this game. The only people that I really see as well on the field are my teammates, my coach, and the refs. And the ball, obviously. You don't care who you're playing against. I don't care who I'm playing against. This person could be six foot five tall. God. Or as he, tall as me. He could, st- he could step over me for all I fucking care. Or oh, one my, my, my French. Um, Josh, your swear jar is like full today. Holy crap. Um, um, part so of like- my- Part of part of my cut letter out now, um, but you just have to. It doesn't matter. It it really doesn't matter. You just got to stay in the zone and think of the goal at the end of the day. You need to lock that person down. The you person gotta, that you got to you got to look you got to look at him in the eyes and say in your mind, he's not getting past me. He's or not say getting, it out loud. You can say it to him. I it doesn't matter. Don't necessarily yeah. say like your shit or anything like that <laughs> i mean i i've had my few cases of saying that in the games but you know i backed it up but um, well, that's just adrenaline you like just say whatever goes into your you know, you've got the motivation you've got that drive you're excited you're pumped yeah for sure i i back it up though so I, that's why i talk yeah but um that's why i think that's I also like LeBron was just an in, incredibly talented. Like he's still incredibly talented this day. Year seventeen, he's still averaging twenty five, ten, and eight. I don't think that's a, that's incredible. That's incredible. This man's that's averaging incredible. a double double, like a double double. So a double double is like two like two stats over ten, I guess. And then yeah. he's averaging twenty five points, ten assists, and eight rebounds, and he's thirty five. That might not be considered old as the normal human, but in sports, that's really old. Mm-hmm. And LeBron's, and he's still an incredible athlete to this day, and he's a beautiful father as well. He's a he's a great father. Hey, to his another kids. example for someone who works hard even in their old age is Tom Brady. He's the oldest player in the NFL, and he's led his team to <laughs> the playoffs since two thousand nine. They've made name the name another. Name another franchise player that's done that. You can't. Yeah, I was go- I was about to try and name one, but I just can't. You know. Go go ahead, bro. Try. I dare you. <laughs> so what? So what's the question again? Someone has led their team to playoffs year after year. That has, that has named, that has made the playoffs eleven straight years by lead, leading led their team to eleven straight playoff appearances. Oh, that can't be. It can probably only LeBron. be NFL. Probably LeBron. NFL. Oh, NFL. Hmm. 11 straight years, you reckon? 11 straight years. I guess you could say... I I would assume maybe Drew Brees. Yeah, um, I guess, maybe. Maybe Drew Brees. I'm not too sure how like he's been recently in like yeah. current years. I know he won the Super Bowl, Jazz 9, but I feel like they... I feel like for some reason they missed the playoffs one year. I'm not too sure. Um, You know... I no, they're definitely not. 
But like, I think Drew Brees had a chance, but no one is actually like, especially do well in those playoffs as well. Because you could have made like the playoffs five years in a row and lost every single game. Yeah. But he went there and he went there to stay. Like he didn't go there to get bounced in the first round or the wild card. He went there to win the Super Bowl every single year. And he won, what, how many since 2009? I think he won three Super Bowls. This is Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady. Three Super um, Bowls since well, he won 2017. 2000. Because he, he, he led the Patriots to a comeback in the Super Bowl, which is crazy. Um, I can't remember what years, but um, that's why people like Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, LeBron, Kobe. I don't, I don't know if I said Kobe, but that's why all those guys are considered goats, greatest of all time, because they they never gave up. Yeah, they always they had that. They already they always had that faith in themselves. They always, they always knew, like I can stopped. do this. Yeah. They didn't doubt themselves. They always had a great mindset to push themselves to the best, and they are, they were the best, and they still are. I mean, yeah. Tom Brady's kind of like past it, but he's still a okay, okay, that's NFL not quarterback. Point. That's not the point. Yeah, but yeah, I get what you mean. He's like, accomplished. He's they're they're accomplished in their own feats and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, how long is that now? What do you mean? Like, oh, we've we've been doing this for a bit now, actually. Um, yeah. What else have we got to talk about? Are we gonna, you know, um, techniques? You could, you got. Oh, I was gonna say some techniques, but um, I don't really have any. I think. But uh, well, for me, before a game, this is how I would calm down before a game. Um, so I usually always sit in the corner of the change room or on my own before a game. Before we walk out, I would sit down. I would sit down, close my eyes for a minute, and just breathe. That's all I would do. I would think about how we are going to win this game and what can I do to help my teammates be the best they can in today. And that's how I prepare for a game. And I, I, I did that for the first time in our first game of the season. Yeah. I probably played the best half of football of my life. Yeah. Until seems- I rolled, until I sprained my ankle and had to go off. But that's all right. <laughs> But um, I, I, like, I gave it a valiant effort to get back on. I strapped up and then went back on for like two yeah. minutes, then got taken um, off. Didn't walk. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, well, I usually like when we're about to walk out. Like when I like, I kind of just stand there with my hands on my hips and I just look straight forwards and just think, think about what I got to do. And obviously, that that top one is always win. Yeah. Like lead well and stuff like that. Yeah, as I like, I'm up. I like play up front. So like, as soon like as soon as I we start kicking off, as soon as I pass that ball, I look for where I'm gonna go next. I look at like what I can do at all times to help my team. I I I look I look everywhere. I'll, I'll always find a way. I'll never stop. That's. I feel like another also important thing is to make sure your teammates know what's going on. So maybe like even because I know this doesn't happen a lot a lot of the time is man on. I feel like man on is does not get called enough no, in my in my opinion. It's kind of just expected, but a lot of people like that. A lot of people at an early age, we should we we should know by now to like look Mark over up. your shoulder or like Mark. look over your shoulder and then go and then go. Okay, I've got a man on. 
but like I think it should just be a, it just be, it should become a habit to like say man on or mark up and stuff like that. Or it should be yeah. just a. I think I feel like maybe I think it's it just, should be just, a habit to check your shoulder. Like before you get the ball, just like have a little turn of the shoulder and just yeah. see what's going on behind you. Because the hardest thing is to know what's going on before you get the ball. Yeah, but understanding the game and how it works and like the pockets you can find and the space where no one else is 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 what is the difference between being a good player and the best for yeah. me. Well, um, 100%. Mm. I think that's I think that's enough for today. I reckon. Yeah, I reckon that's good. Yeah. All right. Well, um, thank you as all, thank you guys for listening as always. Uh, I just want to thank Ethan for coming on the podcast. Uh, also, been a pleasure. I'm sure it has been, mate. I'm sure it has been. been. <laughs> um, make sure to go follow us. Sorry, there's been a bit of a break since the last one. We said we were going to upload like um upload regularly, but um you know we've just had things going on, obviously. But Still. um we'll try upload another one soon. Make sure to go follow us on Instagram at the Adolescence Podcast, and we will see you guys in the next episode. Goodbye. Take it easy. See ya.